Welcome to the Voices of the Goddess podcast. We believe that there is a goddess inside each and every one of us. When we use our voice to share that goddess, we support and uplift each other. Join us each week as we interview women to receive the message of their goddess within. Welcome to Voices of the Goddess. My name is Allison Mancini, and I am your wellness warrior, and I'm joined here by my awesome uh, partner in crime, Miss... Hi, I'm Julieta, the magical PT, and uh, you already kind of introduced us. <laughs> to do that. Right. Right. So, but this morning, we are joined by interior designer extraordinaire, Mary Scott Canada. Welcome to the show. We are so happy to have you. Oh, thank and you. So nice. Tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do. Oh, well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here with you both. Um, I, I do residential interiors. Um, that means I work on people's homes. Um, my job is to make your home nice and tell your story. Uh, and make it a place that is a haven, um, a comfort to you, something that you know recharges your battery. You, you may not be here for long, you may be running right out the door to do something else, but while you're here, it, it, it needs to tell your story and make you feel um, good about the, the space that you're in. Yeah, I think I that's so important to, um, to have your surroundings like nourish your soul and uh, it is it is part of of nourishing your soul and and making you feel good and if, if you're going into a home and you know it, 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 you you dread pulling up to the driveway and you sit in your car longer you know something is wrong <laughs> there are parts and things that are falling apart in the house and you're just not looking at them or trying not to deal with them and living your life scooting around them it's not serving you and yeah. you know you've made an investment in your home you want your home to serve you when i think right now too with everything that we're going through so many of us are in our homes way more than we ever used to be and i think it's so important right now that that actually i mean feels good i know for myself personally i don't go my office is in my home so i go from upstairs to the kitchen to my office to the kitchen to the backyard you know i'm here all the time and so having that energy, that good energy in that space is so, so important. So Absolutely, and it, and it needs to function for you. The, mm -hmm. um, the, the big, you know, pandemic and with people working remotely at home, some people will probably not ever go back to a, right. a, a mortar outside of their home to an office. They will work remotely at home. So you want it to be a space that um, encourages productivity encourages creativity you know you're in, you're inspired you know in your home and if you're going to do that at work um you, you certainly want to do it in the rest of your life i read something recently that somebody said that um work will go on without you you know mm -hmm. you you your whatever career you're in there'll be other people to do your job your real life is your is your home life is with your family and your friends and i thought oh wow what a what a powerful, powerful statement. So, you know, make make your home, you know, part of your your story and, and part of who you really are. Yeah, wow, that is hugely powerful. I love that. Wow. 
Yeah. Should we dive into our questions? Yeah, let's do it. All right. <laughs> this is the fun part. All right. So Mary Scott, what is your superpower or what would you choose it to be? Oh, you guys ask such easy questions. <laughs> How many to choose from? Um, I would probably fly. <laughs> Ooh. Fish, fish or, or bird, I, I'd be a bird. Um, my husband and a few other people have accused me of being a butterfly. They say you, you flit around all different things. Um, but if I really had to a, a, a superpower, I, I think it would be um, to help people um, feel good about themselves, to um, help them open their eyes to the beauty around them, um, not just things, but in other people. And um, I guess that kind of does tie into fly because I, to me, I just, everything is so pretty. I can see um, beauty in things and I wish that other people could, you know, pull the curtain back and, and take a second look and realize, you know, wow, you know, we've got a lot to be appreciative of and um, focus on the good instead of, you know, getting caught behind the, this veil of, oh, you know, well, it's not perfect or it could be better or, yeah, well, maybe it can always be better, but it's, it's, it's good now too. Yeah. I always feel that way. Like, you know, when I have my clients in the office and they're always, you know, talking about everything that's wrong and everything that's bad. And, and I'm always like, man, I wish you could see you how I see you because when I see people, like all I see is the beauty that's there. And um, uh, I think that all of us need to tune into that way more because it is true. Like we just become so self-critical around ourselves. And, but when we look at other people, we see the beauty in them. And so we all get to, to see that everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, uh, what is it? Energy flows or attention goes. So if you focus on the the bad, you're gonna attract bad. And yes, you're right. There are bad things, but if you focus on the good, you're also right. There are a lot of good things. And that can be the applied to you know this whole 2020 and COVID times. Um, you know, Allison and I we've talked a lot about this. That so much good has come out of this for me and for other people. And I think some of that is because I kept my focus on what's good. And, um, you know, yes, I can see the bad that's there and not to diminish it. You know, a lot of crappy stuff has happened, but if we keep our focus there, we're just going to create more of that crappy stuff. So let's, let's put our focus on what's good and what's, what's happening. That's, that's bettering our lives. And absolutely. Absolutely. Love it. All right. Question number two. Um, what is a book that has greatly influenced your life? I kind of have three that I would say. Um, when I was in the sixth grade, I read To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh -huh. And it was the first book that I read that was like, whoa, books are cool. You know, it, it just, it just, it opened up a whole new world for me. So um, that, and then when I was a teenager, I read a romance novel, The Flame and the Flower. <laughs> I know it's silly if my high school friend could hear me now talk about it, 
she would laugh. I can't believe you said that out loud, Mary Scott, but it had a huge influence on my life. It just kind of, you know, I went from a, a, a child to a young woman looking um, around at, and realizing, oh, you know, there's, there's my body's changing and there's, you know, boys out there and everything. But as an adult, conversations with God. I, I, I love that book. It's one of my favorite books. I listened to it um, audio and then I gave it to my daughter. I wish somebody had given it to me years and years and years ago, but I just absolutely love the book and I would highly recommend it. I have yeah, never read that book. I've never read it. I'm like, ooh, writing that down. Like, I'm I'm a book. I'm a crazy person about books. Like, I read constantly. Yeah, it's really, really an extraordinary um, book. And I, I, I don't think that anybody could be offended by it. It's very interesting. The audio is Ernest Berg Nine. Mm -hmm. I should have looked it up, and I can't remember the female. But it go the voice goes back and forth between male and and female, and it's just so so well thought out such a, a wonderfully soothing book um it, it's it's again a lot about focusing on the positive and you know mm -hmm. being appreciative of the gifts that we have in our lives and um but it's 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 it'll keep you it's it's not um all you know marshmallows and popcorn it's 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 going to keep you interested i think mm -hmm. so I love that book. I can't even remember how long ago I read that book. It's it's definitely been a long time. Maybe time to revisit it again. But I loved books that are channeled. And um, just because, like, it's an experience I have a lot myself. Like, when I'm writing, also when I'm talking, like, with my patients, they'll be like, can you repeat what you said? And I'm like, honestly, I can't because that didn't even come from me. That came through me. Wow. And, um, Conversations with God wasn't the first channeled book that I read, but there's something about all of the, you know, like Seth Speaks and the Cryon books and um, um, Esther Hicks, Abraham, like all of those books that are channeled through people. Oh, and um, A Course in Miracles. Like, mm -hmm something about them just like really like stirs me on the inside. Like this is, and I think it's something that we all have the potential to allow messages from source, God, whatever you want to call that uh -huh. can come through any of us, if you just allow it to happen. So, um, so definitely conversations with God. Um, yeah, sometimes when you hear that voice inside of you, sometimes I guess I'm not paying attention. <laughs> Other times I, I do hear something inside of me that's saying, you know, hey, you know, think about this or, you know, um, ooh, you know, remember that. And um, I kind of feel like, I don't know if it's channeling, um, but I always kind of feel like I have um, a guardian angel <laughs> or two <laughs> that are, are trying to help me, you know, um, chart my 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 path mm -hmm. but i haven't read course in miracles and it's on my list so i will, I will that's a that's a long read <laughs> i have it on audiobook and i have to say like it's i've definitely not gotten through all of it um 
but what I find helps, like there's so many people that have gone and um, written in their own words, like the message behind it. Mm -hmm. And I will say those are a lot easier to listen to and process and, and get the message that was coming through the Course in Miracles. But um, I tried Seed of the Soul and um, uh, my husband and I started listening to it. And we're rewinding the thing all the time. Can we hear that again? We hear that again? You know, it's, it's some of it's a little complicated to follow. And but my um, I my understanding is it's it's harder not to live that way than it is. We just have to get rid of some of our habits, or I have to get rid of some of my bad habits. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Nice. All right. All right. Next question is. What is your favorite self-care practice? Ooh, who doesn't love a good massage or a facial or you know anybody anything that's pampering? But I have to say, it's on something I I do frequently. What I um, really enjoy is walks. That is self-care for me. I, I I love you know a good long walk, eight ten miles. If I'm in some place new that I, I don't know, oh gosh, I just love to to walk for a few hours to get to know the place and, mm -hmm. and see all the good things I can find and all the cool things that I see that I haven't seen before. You definitely see things differently when you're walking versus driving in the car, biking, running, like it's slowing like down. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I was recently reading a book and I cannot, like I said in earlier, I'm a book fanatic. If you saw all the bookshelves in my house, they're packed. But I was reading a book recently and they were talking about when you go for a walk, how important it is to actually pay attention to your surroundings. Like so many times we're so like laser focused. I even catch myself doing it and I'm walking and I'm looking like down at the sidewalk in front of me. I'm not even like taking in what's around me. And I really have started to pay attention to what's around me and appreciate the trees and the sun and the flowers and the grass and all this stuff. So I am in agreement with you. Like I walk every single day, even just a couple miles, just because it I feel better. I feel better yeah. when I get outside and I have that movement. And yeah, I think it's really important. I just think so movement. too. And I like to walk down um, by the ocean. Yeah. Because I'm close to the beach, um, I walk along it and, um, you know, watch the sunrise in the morning. Mm -hmm. And you, know, you, you get a do-over. <laughs> Every well, the ocean, like people are drawn to live there because the ocean produces all these negative ions that are so healing for us. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, if you can get to the ocean, that's the best. Yeah, it, it feels good. And it's also my favorite colors. I don't know if you can see. I'm in a kind of an oceany shirt. Mm -hmm. I just, I just love the, the all the colors in the water, and I love the fact that it changes. You know, sometimes it's more violet and and um, eggplant, and then it goes, you know, all the way up to like a, a teal or a, you know, almost even a pinkish cast to it. So, yeah, and that's my my best favorite self healing is walking walking along the ocean. Beautiful. Yeah. I'm a water girl too. I love it. 
So you need to move east, Allison. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> or there's lakes out there somewhere. Get you get yourself on a lake. Well, yeah, that too. All right. Our final question, Julieta. Yes. And this comes, you know, we did some surveying before we started this podcast to see our audience what what you know what would be supportive to them. And the big thing that came out is everybody wants help being accountable. So what is your favorite or how do you create accountability in your life? Well, um, if you know me, you, you might know I have a lot of attitude and I raised two small beings with attitude. And um, these children of mine in my life do not let me miss a, a trick. You know, they're, they're ready to call me out on you know anything and everything, uh, which is which is great. I, I love the fact that you know they they are comfortable enough um, and they of course do it in a, a nice manner. That they they're like you know hey, uh, my daughter calls me Scotty. She doesn't call me mom. <laughs> hey Scotty, you know you need to or why don't you or that's not so cool. So all right, fine. In my business, my associate is my was my mentor. So he has several years, several dozens years of experience in the industry, and um, he he you know will help me and keep me in line to make sure that we're accountable. Um, I make lists, and I have to say um, he's the one that taught me to make lists. It's very gratifying to draw a line <laughs> through an yeah. item on the list. And you know you get as far as you can on the list, and you look back through your day, and you figure out, well, okay, you know, was my time spent wisely? Could I have improved on um, focusing on another aspect, or did I waste any time, um, you know, uh, on something that was not moving me forward? Was it, you know, serving me? Um, you know, all of the clients are wonderful. You know, they're just absolute angels and everybody's so easy to please. Um, <laughs> it's a complete waste of time to um, focus on, you know, um, any any issue like that. You've got to solve the problem and, and move forward. So I would say, you know, my mentor and my list help keep me um, accountable. You know what, though? Mm -hmm. I have to say, I love the point you made about your kids because that is so true. So I think our kids are about the same age. My kids are 24 and 21. Uh -huh. And, you know, they say that, you know, uh, that what's that saying about uh, out of the mouth of babes? Like, my kids call me out on stuff still. And Julieta knows Lexi well. She still calls me out on stuff. Like, that's a really good uh, point of view is that, your kids to a point do hold you accountable. Like you are an example to them. And when you're doing things that are not over the years, I can think of things that my kids were like, uh, uh mom, like that's not going to work. Like, no, 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 you know what I mean? So that's an interesting way to look at it. I really like that. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, well, you have to live your truth or they're going to tell you you're not. So true. <laughs> that old adage, don't do as I say, do as I do. Mm -hmm. Doesn't, didn't really work for for my parents with me, and it's I never even bothered issuing it with my kids. So. Right, that's so true. Well, we got a big, we got a heart on that one, so I think there's other people that totally agree. <laughs> okay. 
Oh, awesome. Nice. All right, okay. takeaways, ladies. Allison, what was your takeaway from this podcast this morning? Okay, first of all, I need to read Conversations with God. I already put it in my Amazon cart. Thank you very much. Add that to the like 400 books that are also already sitting there. <laughs> and um, I think the other thing, honestly, is what we just said is I never like viewed that that way with my children, that they are part of what keeps, you know, they hold me accountable. They, I have to, there's a standard I want to uphold when I am, what I'm doing everything, whether it's in my business or family or friends, you know, they definitely in the back of my mind, I know that they're watching me. So that is definitely a good way to stay accountable. So thank you for sharing that. I guess my takeaway, I, it's funny, I feel like this happens a lot. Like it's before we get to the questions when we're talking about other things and talking about, you know, the importance of having your environment around you. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, just being supportive and nurturing and um, especially in modern times when we're spending a lot more time in our homes because we can't get out. And and it's the same thing for my office as well, like, um, you know, creating that that feeling. And I and also knowing like so many people come walk in both to my house and my office and, and talk about how how the space makes them feel. Mm -hmm. And um um, I hope it's something that more people start paying attention to is creating space that makes you feel good. Mary Scott, what is your takeaway from the podcast today? Well, podcasting is not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. As a guest, let me say, I don't want to be running the thing. But no, I um, the questions were, were um, interesting and, you know, they made you made you think. But um, I kind of feel, because I can't see anybody, and I guess I'm such a visual person, that we're just hanging out, us girls, just chatting. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, I wish I could do this on BNI because I'm very relaxed and not tense. And um, it's, it's really quite lovely. Thank you again both for inviting me. Thank you for joining us. And and when you're on B and I, just think like you're just having a conversation with Allison and I. It's it's the same. <laughs> but also, you know, I think this speaks a lot to, um, you know, like going through through ancient times and stuff. You know, was like the women like gathered together and and to solve the the you know the issues of the tribe and mm -hmm. you know that's kind of what we're here doing is just us as women who've lived through a lot of you know a lot of life so far and just taking the wisdom of what we've gained in these times um to share that with each other and and help solve each other's problems so that's all this is yeah, I love that. I love a community of women. I grew up in a in a family um, with two sisters, and you know, my father was out working a lot, so it was very strongly um, female, all girls, Catholic school. You know, lots of women um, community in 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 my life. Um, but I love what you just said: solving the problems of the tribe. Mm -hmm. I, those idiot men need to listen to us way more. <laughs> Well, and that's part of this. It's been a big part of my journey the last, I don't know, five or six years, you know, tapping into that sacred feminine energy that has been so missing from, 
humanity for, you know, as long as we can go back. It's been such a patriarchal society. And for us to truly heal and find balance in this world, we need to resurrect the sacred feminine. And um, yeah, that's a huge piece of what this is 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 about. So yeah. Well, All right, awesome. ladies. Thank you so much for joining us, Mary Scott. This was fabulous. And I'll let Julieta wrap it up. So we want to say thank you to all our listeners for listening into our show today. And if you've enjoyed what you've heard, please subscribe so that you can get the support you need in becoming the goddess that you are meant to be. And um, coming up in the show notes, you'll be able to find out information on how to connect with us and links to any of the resources that we mentioned in the show today. So I wish you all a magical day. Bye. Bye.